Hey, Reese, Bips, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys going to do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode. I always put the goddamn mic in the camera by accident. Let me drop it down. To another episode of the Mavs Outsiders Podcast. I'm one half of your host, as always, Maurice Williams, a.k.a. Reese, a.k.a. Mind of Reese, a.k.a. all my other monikers that I'm not going to go over at this moment. Uh, you can find me, as always, on Twitter, at mind of reese sometimes on youtube but not recently and by recently i mean like in the last 10 months at <laughs> mind of reese on instagram at mind of reese and i'm joined as always by my brother my partner mr michael bibbins not the singer no relation uh also known as bibs at bibs corner on twitter uh twitter i don't know what twitter is twitter <laughs> <laughs> Find the Bibs Corner podcast anytime. Any what's going on with me? I'm glad. I'm glad we have an ad this week. I'm <laughs> oh man! Find the Bibs Corner podcast anywhere you find your podcast content. A uh, lot of dope stuff going on over there. I love. I still. I'm still upset. I haven't watched Nope yet, so I haven't been able to listen to the review. Okay. But like, once I watch the movie, that's on my to do list. Because I know I'm gonna want to know thoughts, and y'all's are gonna be the first ones I go to. Um, this episode, man, let, let me tell y'all something. <clears throat> this this episode was about to be tough. <laughs> we, <laughs> we didn't know what we was gonna talk about. Like this, this is this is the rough parts where you get to the off season and nothing's going on, and it's like it's not even just your team is quiet. It's just like everyone's quiet and it's just like okay we got to do this weekly what do we talk about this is where you separate the quote-unquote professionals from from the people who doing this for fun because boy we got to find something to talk about and show enough we didn't pull something out of our ass and guess what it is the good old trap card q a's anytime we need something to talk about we hit y'all up ask y'all for questions but uh, like last week, we're going to start this off, you know, with the, with the recent bib stuff, uh, less Mavs talk. Uh, although some of the questions we did get, I went over them. I don't know if you did, uh, but not all of them, most of them aren't Mavs related. So yeah, that's fine with me. Yeah. That's actually perfect. I love that. <laughs> but, but before I get into some things, before I pitch some things your way, uh, how you feeling? You know, so you ain't doing no more traveling lately. You got any more traveling coming up? Um, damn, I had something. I was I was gonna make a joke. I can't think of what the joke was at this point. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm good. I um, <clears throat> it was a good week. I uh, slid off to redacted. You know, at the top of the week, and um, <laughs> this man is not gonna release the details of that trip. <laughs> somebody just asked me it almost answered i was like nah i can't do that um slid off to redacted you know i had a good relaxing time i feel like i know where it is now i'm not gonna say it okay. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna text it to you i All think right. i know where it is because you won't say it that's giving it a, i know what it is <laughs> i'm gonna text it to you but go ahead uh you know i had a good relaxing time there came back 
and I stayed with uh, one of my friends from like eighth grade and his wife and their their children uh, for a couple of days while I was there. Uh, we recorded a podcast. Um, we recorded a podcast about a show that people have been suggesting uh, called Severance. So that's actually going to drop around the same time as this one. Um, but yeah, close enough. Oh, man. You should have hit up the double toasted dudes. What do you mean? They always tell people if you're a fan of the show, you know, anytime you come in to that to redact it, you know, let us know, hit us up, email us. You know, sometimes they let pe- they used to let people come through the studio, but now he does it in his home, so they don't really let random people in. But they hang out, like you know, we'll hang out with you, blah blah blah, you know. So man. that assumes I like yeah. people and I don't. So. I mean, right. I, <laughs> that's right. the whole reason this this trip was redacted. Right. But, uh, but yeah, the um I don't know, it was a good relaxing week. I didn't think about my job. Well, I lied. I thought about my job once, uh, because I had to make sure something happened this past week so that I didn't come into some bullshit this week. Um, but yeah, man, I I I, I got on the scale this morning and, and somehow had lost weight on vacation. So uh, they, they said maybe it was the stress. Is that a good thing or a bad thing that you lost weight? I'm, I've been trying to lose weight for a minute. Like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I would like to get out of the 200s. Okay. My body has disagreed with getting out of the 200s, but <laughs> I, I believe I believe I can still do it. Um, we'll see what happens. We'll You're hitting the gym? I mean, I have my friend has like a home gym. Mm-hmm. I walk over there sometimes and, and use his stuff. Uh, been playing basketball to try to get my cardio in that way, but I, I apparently need to be doing more. Yeah, uh, Kelsey asks us almost every morning uh, if we go into the gym. So you know, I usually say no. I'm always say no because I don't. Uh, shout out to Kelso. Um, so last week, I don't think we discussed it at all. I don't think we got the chance to talk about it. But the week before that, a lot of people know uh, Bib started watching Attack on Titan. He is now all caught up on Attack on Titan. I told Bibbs that episode, since you're watching Tack on Titan, I don't know what the fuck that is. You just ate. I'm going um, to, motherfucker eating fries. I'm going um, to start the boys. I am all caught up on the boys. And if you follow me on Twitter, you know I'm caught up on the boys because I was tweeting throughout my journey. Um, so we haven't really gotten a chance to come on here. Or well, I don't even think we've discussed it, period. No. in depth so would you like to go first would you want me to go first since you kind of already talked about attack on titan or did i talk about attack on titan i mean not on here you didn't much because i don't think you want to spoil it but you know what you go first well, first of all hold up hold up ask questions or hold up we are about to talk about two television shows that are currently running these are not old television shows. Well, technically, Attack, Attack on Titan started like nine years ago. But still, these are not old television shows. These television shows are ongoing. If you have any intentions of ever watching these shows, do not listen to this portion of the podcast. Look in the show notes. Fast forward ahead until when this conversation is over because we will not be holding anything back as far as details go. Okay? Giving you five seconds. 
I gave you an extra one. All right. So, who you, do you want to go first, or? Um, I mean, we can talk about Attack on Titan first. So, I don't know if you have any specific questions you need to ask. Or... Um, initially, I just want before I even ask you questions, I just want your thoughts on the show as a whole. Like, you know, from where you started to where you are now. What's your thoughts on different seasons, characters you like, you know, stuff like that. I'm characters you don't I'm like. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I, I got sucked in pretty quick and, uh, I haven't shut up about it, which has probably been annoying. I think I mentioned it. Like, I think I mentioned it during the severance review with my, my, uh, my friend and his wife and I had severance, to, severance is the show that, Oh yeah. Yeah. I heard about that. I heard about that. Yeah. It's on Apple plus. Um, you texted to me all the goddamn time about tagging on tight. And I'm like, what does this mean? What this motherfucker texting me now? I don't think nobody heard me. He ain't got edit that up. You kind of, yeah, kind of halfway was there. Anyway, um, but yeah, I, I was talking about it with them, and um, I had told one of my friends about it, and they said that their like little cousin was like really into it, and she was like obsessed with it, and was like, I, I truly don't understand. And I tried to like go into the details oh, about this and this, but I don't want to say too much because I'm gonna spoil it, and um. I think the thing about it that's good is the big act, the big swings, the big action sequences, the big like fights, whatever. Don't it does. It's not like the season builds to them and like they're they wait for the finale to do it. Like stuff is happening on the third, first episode, third episode, fifth episode, 12th episode. Like it's stuff is happening throughout. You cannot predict when it's going to happen or how it's going to happen. And then each season kind of builds upon itself. Like you get the story from season one changes completely in season two, but in a way that makes sense. Like you get another layer of the story and then something from season one is going to make more sense to you. Or this is why that happened in season one, or this is why that person was acting like that type of thing. Um, I think (sighs) favorite characters or I I couldn't stand Aaron to start. In the beginning, I couldn't stand Aaron either. I and I also knew Armin was dead. Like I knew Armin was not making it out of season one. Like I just knew. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, I did not like Aaron until season four when he was when he on his Malcolm X shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> I hate him now more. It, it, he he um he he went full killmonger. Never go. We're gonna, kill we gonna have to talk about that because I want to get your thoughts on it. That's like a thing in the community where people are like, "Nah, he shouldn't do this." He I'm gonna keep full it killmonger. I'm gonna keep it a hundred with you. I'm Team Aaron. So you think he should destroy the entire world? I don't think he should indiscriminately. But when the whole world against you. What about diplomacy, my brother? And, and you got a chance to slide on your ops, and if you don't, they'll probably slide on you. You, you, you just you, creating different ops. Ain't no, ain't gonna be no more different ops. It's just us. Who's us? They don't half his people is like not agreeing. Or these island, but half of them people not agreeing with him, so he creating more ops. All right, well. <laughs> They get slid on too. What you mean? Like, we'll kill everybody. Like, no, okay, I don't agree with that part. But still, exactly. Like, where, where, where does it end? Is the thing. It's, like, it doesn't. It's a slippery slope, man. Like, what's your okay? What's your option? Like, what? What he should have done 
or what he could have done. Cause it was like a situation where he couldn't talk about this. Like he couldn't go to Armin and them and be like, Hey, this is mm-hmm. what I'm thinking about doing. Cause that will fuck up the plan. Like right. <clears throat> he had to, he had to commit to it. He had to trick everybody. He had to confuse everybody. He couldn't let them, he couldn't <laughs> let them know his next move. You know what I'm saying? Like water on my butt, like a tub type thing. You feel me? Uh, Okay. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Killer Street. No, I um, but he was <laughs> once he <laughs> once he got the power, right? Could he not have wished? Could he not have like made a wish that let the world know? Oh, I had it in my head what I wanted him to do. Um, I didn't. I didn't like the whole they can't reproduce plan. No, I didn't like that. Uh, I thought that was goofy as hell. That was weak as hell. Zeke is weak as hell. Zeke, I don't know what happened to Zeke. Yeah, plus he missed his daddy. You know, yeah, my father got daddy issues. He grew up father. No, I'm skin. Him and his father had problems. And then, uh, uh, he mad at his father, a father he ratted on and said, "You know what?" All right. right. Like you the one that he went and built another family when you right. sent him away. So he he hated his dad and, and almost got him killed, and then was mad that his dad was happy with his new family. Like that's not how that works, player. Like not how that works, bro. What you've discarded of him, like what he did after that, is his business. Like why? What do you get to be mad about that? You made your choice. Where do you? Mad he survived. That? Right. So. It was funny because the first time you see the beast titan and he started talking i was like what the fuck like what is this yeah i was tripping what is this and uh and then he took the little he took the little device that they were using yeah. to fly and they like started examining it i was like yo what is going on with these titans <laughs> <laughs> what is this what is, what is this titan race coming from and i think that happened before we found out that Humans can turn into Titans, right? It did. So I aside was, from Aaron, like we only knew about Aaron at that point, right? And I was highly perplexed. Um, at the same time, this was around the same time that the female Titan showed up. I think not he, too long after. Yeah, he showed up around the same time the female Titan did, and I was starting to think, are there other people? Uh, and then I realized, like that Titan looked like old girl um, Annie, was it? Yeah. I never put to maybe because I wasn't paying as much attention as I should have at that time because I had just gotten back into it because I took a break because it wasn't really hitting for me like that. Gotcha. Maybe I wasn't paying as much attention as I should have, but it, it it didn't click for me until, you know, yeah. And she was one of the few people that kind of stood out because she was different. Uh, and she was acting yeah. different and she could fight, which when the thing started like doing the moves, and stuff, I was like, yeah, that's Annie. Like, for sure. Let me ask you this. <clears throat> did you um Ida and Berto, I did not see that coming. Okay. I was about to ask you that because that's like one of the biggest twists ever. Like that threw me off. Yeah, that's they were the homies. And the thing is, when I at this point I was paying attention. Like it was good at this point, I was locked in. And I'm watching this episode and I put my head down for a little bit because I was watching it dubbed. I was watching it in English. I wasn't watching it in Japanese until the most recent season. So I can turn my head away and still hear what's going on. Turn my head away. And I hear motherfuckers say, we're the armored and colossal tight. And I look up. I said, what? 
<laughs> like, yo, what? <laughs> yo, what's going on? I ran, I rewinded it. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. run that back. <laughs> right. I think Boy. I paused it. And Ron had been getting his ass whooped by Aaron since. Yeah. And but I think he's had him a couple times, but I don't think I didn't think he wanted to kill Aaron. I know it ain't about killing. It's just the fact that Aaron be beating his ass. He's had a couple chances to fuck Aaron up. He's had chances. Aaron has beaten his ass. Aaron has mostly beat his ass, yeah. Every time. In the end, because I think Ryan Ryan have been holding back a couple. Well, one time he was healing and Aaron had the nubs, he was still beating Ryan's ass. Like in the tree. (laughs) He had the uh, Hansel Emanuel's going on. But at the same time, Reiner couldn't kill him. And I right. think that, that like Aaron was going all out and Reiner had to like subdue him more than he could kill him. So yeah, she didn't know the issue. But uh yeah, that caught me off guard. But in the end, I wanted him to I wanted I didn't not that, like straight diplomacy. I ain't trying to have him like, hey guys, we're really good. No, 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 no. Like, no, nah, like I don't know minimum, the king shit. Bare minimum, he should be. <clears throat> I, I wanted him to threaten them. With like march them joints overseas and like stop and tell them, hey, I am Aaron Yeager. I am this. This is what you've been told about me. I could do it. I could say go right now and trample all this shit. Ain't gonna be no homes. Ain't gonna be no lives. Ain't gonna be no houses. I'm gonna trample everything and build from the ground up with my people from Paradis. The demons or the evil people that y'all we weren't even thinking about y'all. We didn't even know y'all existed, son. They told us that the rest of the world died at the hands of the Titans. We've been living our merry lives behind the wall. All of a sudden, y'all show up. That's a crime in and of itself, right? I'm sentencing motherfuckers to death just because I know about ice cream, pizza, <laughs> water, oceans, like. I ain't know about none of this my whole life, and it's y'all fault. My entire life was within these walls. Ask your people. Like we didn't know about they. They had all these people. All these di- diplomats showed up. They had to teach us. They had to bring our science up to. I just need to let y'all know it's not me with the sirens this time. <laughs> it's not me because I know y'all listening. You like, oh shit, recent Baltimore again. No, nah, that's Bibs. <laughs> They, I don't know what that. They took their time going down the street too, um, but yeah, like we bring bring the, the who's the lady the the Japanese lady. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, like bring her out, bring the other people out. Be like, hey, they had to teach us the science to get bring us up to speed because we had the founder when he came over. He said it to where our memories of the past were erased. We could not. We did not know y'all existed. We were not thinking about y'all at all. Y'all spent all this time hating on us, and we didn't know y'all existed. Think about that for a second. Now, again, y'all came to my home. Y'all ate my mama. You know, you you destroyed her lives. Thousands of people died. Millions of people, I think. Yeah. People died because y'all were scared of us, and we didn't know y'all existed. Now, my heart tells me to get revenge, to come over here and eat y'all mamas. Feel me? But I'm gonna give y'all one chance. It's a wild statement. I'm gonna, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give y'all one chance and just know 
that at the drop of a dime, I can call these dudes and get you done. Feel me? You're not going to run up on me. You're not going to sneak up on me. I got too many Titans on my side. We will destroy y'all. If y'all even think, you think I will let you get the chance <laughs> to get the drop on me? No. <laughs> I'm building a fortress. You, you couldn't wait to use that. <laughs> the moment I think that y'all thinking about trying to come for me, I'm sending Titans at your ass. Don't mess with me. Can we live in peace and harmony now? And don't just say it because you're scared. Because if I see a, a quiver of doubt in your eyes, I'm killing you. And ain't nothing you can do about it. So I'm going to need you. I'm going to give y'all a day. Y'all got a day to reflect. If I see you gathering weapons, I'm killing your entire civilization. Thank you. And then just march his ass back across the sea. Give him a day. <laughs> give him a day. It ain't that easy with humans, man. Motherfuckers gonna be like, we can't take this shit. We gotta rise up. The moment you say rise up, snitch. We gonna have a snitch hotline. If your neighbor said rise up, like, let me like know. please, Mister Aaron, sir. I I heard these motherfuckers talking about a revolution. I just want. <laughs> if that's what it take, that's what it take. That final scene of the season of the colossal titans touching down on land. I guess that's um. I forgot the name of the goddamn place, but you know what I'm talking about. And where was it? Uh, Marley. Marley. Marley yeah. <clears throat> I was like, bro, that's terrifying. Yeah. Like, imagine you in the crib, you wake up, and you see that. R.I.P. Like, what you gonna do? Run? I'm gonna run, just because, like, I ain't got no other choice. But, what you gonna do? Mm. How you feel about Gabby? <clears throat> Gabby... Mm. Yeah. Damn, motherfucker. <laughs> Abby. So I thought her storyline was gonna be like the main storyline that stops whatever the, the 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 rumbling from happening. Like she grew up her whole life knowing that these people were terrible. I gotta kill them. I gotta be the one. I'm trying to be the next. Uh, 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 she's a house. She's a house N word, right? Like I'm, I'm trying to prove to these people that I'm not one of the bad ones. I'm one of the good ones. Like that's her whole life. That's her whole thing. She showed up. She busts a cap in her cousin. Uh, I, I'm surprised they didn't. Why haven't they pointed that out that they have the same last name? Who? Gabby's last name was Browse. Okay, who else's last name? Sasha. You sure? I'm 100% sure because I double checked like a few times. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Gabby's last name was Browse. Sasha's last name was Browse. They got the same kind of hair. I was like, why hasn't, like, because she was staying with the Browse family. I was like, for sure it's going to come up that they have the same last name. You might be on to some shit. I'm about to look that up. Keep talking. But it hasn't come up yet. So, no, it's not Browse. It's Braun. Who's Braun? Hers? Gabby. She's Reiner's cousin. Is she Reiner's cousin? Yeah, I remember them. Reiner Braun. Okay, right, I remember right. them saying that they cousins. I think I think the subtitles might have been fucked up. Yeah, they might have been fucked up. Okay. Anyway, she looked like Sasha. She actually does. Like they could have been family. They might. They still could be family. Low key. I don't know how they decided which ones went across the island and which ones didn't. Um, 
But either way, like she spent time with these people. They took her in. People have protected her. People have looked out for her. She's made now a couple of decisions where she's protected them. And it's like, wait a minute. I've been told these people are evil. Maybe they're not. And maybe she can be like a voice of reason for some people. But at this point, she might not get a chance because the rumbling has a begun. So I'll be honest. <clears throat> I ain't give a fuck when Sasha died. I ain't give a fuck that guy to kill Sasha. I didn't care about Sasha. I'm a kid. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> I hated Gabby. And not because she killed Sasha. You know what? They came into your crib. You got up on there. You took somebody out. You know, you got it back in blood. That's cool. That's what you're supposed to do. It's war. The minute you got over to that island and you saw that these was good people and you still going on about this devil shit, I'm like, all right, you just a dumb bitch. Like, let's just get you up out of here. Like, this is all she knew, like, her entire life. It's going to take a minute. Her life ain't been that long. But it's her entire life, though. And, like, you could see she was fighting with it at least. Like she was like, wait a minute, why are these devils? Nah, they must be trying to trick a player. Like, nah, they ain't about to catch me slipping. And every single time they surprised her. I'll tell you one thing about Gabby though. I need y'all to hear me when I say this. I don't know what this is going. Gabby, don't miss this. that little girl. That is so unnecessary with the mic. Is a certified shooter on phone them grave. I mean, when she did the thing with the the, the Ganes and shit at the battle, like I couldn't help but be impressed. When she shot Aaron head off while he running, that that too, like she was not playing. Like she, she went out there dolo with the tool to <laughs> shoot Aaron, like he was. A regular regular person like don't miss that could have been it that could have been the show right there she, she ain't nothing to be trifled with so are you excited for the I need yeah. that I need the finale like because <laughs> it, it was I showed somebody like the first episode I was trying to show them like to give them an idea I was like they, they right off the bat they give you an idea what you're working with um, I, we ended up watching like the first half of the first episode, but like we could have finished it. Um, and they might, they might end up watching it later themselves. Uh, just because like, again, it gets into a lot of deeper themes about humanity and, and, uh, the way we view each other. And for me, I think the, the fun part <clears throat> was I spent the whole show like who decided that these people were the ones that got to be the last ones alive on the planet? Yeah. Like, where are all the brown people at? Like, can we get some some some, some melanin somewhere? Like, and I was like, hey, this a Japanese show. Why why are the Japanese people? Like, why why are they all why they leave one half a Japanese person alive? Like, what 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 is what who made this decision? Who decided that? And then you know, once the world expands, like, oh, oh so that's four oh. seasons to get a brother. Right. I'm Yonkapo. Like, what, 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 what? <laughs> like, oh, we do have the, the, the rest of the, now the rest of the world does exist. Like, boy, a Yonkapo, boy. Oh, man. I, I just knew they was about to put a cap at Buddy. Yo, when I seen that scene with Flock bitch ass had the gun <laughs> to his head, I'm like, yo, they about to kill the only black man. <laughs> and he didn't even get to do nothing. Like, I was like, bro, this is a bullshit. All he got to do was tell him why he was brown. Like, God made me brown, motherfucker. Like, that's all he got to do. That was his one like shining moment. 
Boy and then they was about to put a bullet in his head. Like Harrison Barnes in the face. <laughs> they was about to put a bullet in his head. I, I was like, man, this is bull. But uh, he uh, he he survived. Yeah, he's still out. Yeah, there. he's still kicking. He he out there. So um, <clears throat> yeah, like again, and my friends when I was at their house, they, I think they had only like watched maybe like part of the first season. Like maybe they didn't finish it. And they were talking about like these titans are like it's so disturbing and blah da 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 and like I don't understand them. It's like keep watching. Like it 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 starts to make sense after a while. And it's I, I wanna I remember I said something to you and I was like um where it goes where you think it's going is not where it's going. Was I correct? <clears throat> <clears throat> Try to remember. Like, did it turn, like, once it got to season four, did it just, like, turn completely for you? Like, oh, wow, this is a completely different direction. I think, it, the- I think it changed directions. Not not changed directions, but, like, it it, 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 it changed my expectations every season. Okay. Much. Maybe even halfway through seasons, it changed my expectations. <laughs> like, from predicting who was going to live, who was going to die, predicting, like, when Aaron, when I thought, it, I mean, I knew he wasn't dead, but when Aaron got chomped up, I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like, damn, they got Aaron out here with the, the decapitation. It's like motherfucker like arm came off and shit. Arm off, leg off. Like, like I respected him for, for, for sacrificing himself. Like I thought he was about to be on some Anakin Skywalker shit, just getting out just with one arm and shit. Just. That's what I was like. I was like, clearly he's gonna be end up untouchable. Like, clearly he about to go out there and, and start slaying up some stuff. But in the first battle, he got murked. I was like, oh shit. And um, only like a, a, a chance reason that he escaped. Um, the <laughs> stuff with uh, what's her name, Mikasa. Um, oh, one thing I did, one thing I was not, one thing I expected that never happened. Like, there's absolutely no romance in this show at all. Like, I just knew Mikasa and Aaron was gonna have a moment. They've gotten like some close to. Yeah, they got a weird relationship. <clears throat> Like she like they made the jokes about her being in love with him, but like there's no real like follow up on that. Yeah. Um, and then he makes the comment about her like biologically having to protect him, like nothing. Which is bullshit. Which I think he did just to <laughs> piss her off so she would yeah. get away from him. Which they it's didn't bullshit. really they didn't really make that clear later, but I'm sure they will at some point. <clears throat> um I like that her and uh, Levi ended up being like related somehow. And they were like two of the coldest people out there. Um, the fighting style is always fun. The fact that you can get introduced to a character and think they're going to be important and they die like 10 minutes later is always fun. Um, <laughs> Nobody safe. The, the way they keep hitting you with waves of new information and it doesn't conflict with stuff that you learned in the past always fun um you could tell like it's a story that was written with every step of the way like the world was built before the story was written which is like they already knew where they wanted to end the story right they knew on day one how big the world was and how the battles and fights along the way were gonna go they knew when to bring the history in like everything is like perfectly timed and paced in my opinion, like <clears throat> I, I don't know. Have they done a? Have they tried a live action with this? I think I heard about possible live action thing. I'm I not sure. I if they did, it's like a Japan 
movie, a Japanese movie, but I don't think they did. I, I, I could be wrong. Though. <clears throat> I can't see it working. I can't see it working. Not with the Titans. No, the Titan would not look. <laughs> they look crazy in the animated, but at least it's animated. Yeah. So you can accept that they look crazy. Um, <clears throat> but man, yeah, that's it's it's a lot. It's a lot. Well, before we go too far into because we because we've been talking about it for a minute, I'm gonna just quickly talk about the boys. Uh, well, do you have anything you want to ask me about the boys, my you know? <clears throat> so now that you've seen it, you do you get the references and how people been hyping it and not necessarily comparing it to other stuff, but like saying like if you are into a like realistic like the whole idea of a realistic depiction of what serial superheroes would look like in our world like do you get that that yeah yeah i actually love that like when i was watching i was like oh that's what this is like okay i love this this is dope like uh the the homelander video memes i understand all of them now the laughing one i'm like okay that's (laughs) that's fucking amazing um i love it Honestly, uh, once I was done, I went back and watched like Double Toasted's reviews of like season one and two because they've done that. Um, <clears throat> once I once I started going and it kicks off episode one like crazy with the whole Robin situation and A Train. And when I'm watching it, I already know Homeland is bad because the way people talk about him. But everyone else, I'm like, damn, it's everybody. I thought it might have been just homelander and you know maybe a train all of them are pieces of shit like all of my assholes <clears throat> the only one really is starlight and she bogus as hell like let's keep it on it her powers is lame like and at first i was like damn she kind of powerful then she for soldier boy and and Huey gave her the power up, like turned all the lights on Kanye West. All of the lights in here, baby. Turned them all up. All it did was knock that boy down and he got right back. <laughs> I'm like, is you dead ass? This yeah. epic moment for that? Like, bro, why is she here? Also, the the change in her face was not subtle at all. From episode one, from season one to the later seasons, she clearly had work. You ain't seen the work she got done on her face. You can tell, bro. I haven't looked at like season one in a while. I'm going to send you a picture. It's a side by side I found on uh, on Facebook because I saw I have her on Instagram and I, I saw her. At, sirens, by the way. Huh? It's still me with the sirens, by the way. Yeah. Just so y'all know. It's not me. Something no sirens all day for me. Um, because I went on her Instagram and I tweeted, I was like, the makeup artists on the boys need a lifetime achievement award because I went to Starlight's Instagram and this bitch looked 40. She's 28. <clears throat> Come on now, you ain't had to do it like that. I'm so, hey, look at the text. I, the left side is season one. Yeah. Yeah. Is she okay? Like she's fine. What you mean? She's had work done. What? Never mind. Why? Wow, right? Ain't my business. Wasn't nothing wrong with her. Ugh, that's not a good look. Nice, cute little girl next door. You know, it is what it is. That's not my business. Um, <clears throat> the show is amazing. Like from the jump, uh, butcher. 
early on was one of my favorite characters. He's still one of the best characters on the show, but he's made so many dumb, questionable decisions. I'm just like, bro, I really need you to redeem yourself because he's one of those characters where he does things the most difficult way when he doesn't have to. His justification is, oh, I don't trust anybody. Uh, I, I'm just like, bro, that's bullshit. Like, you, you're you making it hard for no reason. Like, I just don't understand. And we look into his past about, you know, his brother Lenny. And I love the relationship between him and Huey. Uh, he looks at Huey like his little brother. But it's like, bro, you, I, I don't understand. When, when he finally got the, the temp V, you see that he's just like these motherfuckers. Like, <clears throat> You're just like soups, except you hate soups. You hate them because you ain't them. That's what it come down to. I don't even think it's that. I just think the way soups tr- treat humans, that's how he is towards soups. So if you had these powers, you would be no better than them. It would just be redirected at a different group of people. Yeah. Um, his decision making in the last episode of season three pissed me off to no end bro i was about to get to that he spent the entire season worried that soldier boy was gonna flip but soldier boy was ready to go through with the plan because he made a promise soldier, soldier boy was betrayed soldier boy was gonna keep his word despite no the fact that things <laughs> changed for him and he could have changed his mind he was ready to go through with it but butcher bitch ass Fucked everything up for a brat ass punk ass kid that can't act. That kid is awful. Jesus, it's like, wait, this is my best soldier boy impression. Wait, so Homelander fucked your wife, and now you want to save the brat? You wait till now when you blink, stand down. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I love Soldier Bro. Please bring Soldier Boy back. Soldier Boy, tell him. Um, I kept saying I watched these guys. It's this crazy. group of three people on YouTube called Your Boy Roshi, and they react to shows and stuff like that. And they was reacting to the boys, and every time the show says Soldier Boy, they would edit in the crank that Soldier Boy music. <laughs> <laughs> I just said tell them every time they said Soldier Boy, I was like tell them. you. <laughs> Soldier Boy was at least one hoe that would have really Soldier Boy was hilarious, man. Um, but yeah, Butcher's decision making it, it pissed me off because y'all really could have gotten Homelander up out of there. Like yep. all you had to do was throw Ryan out a window or something. Like the kid would have survived. Yep. <clears throat> I, I it, it pissed me off. Um I like Huey. He's on and off for me sometimes. Sometimes I understand him. Sometimes I don't because I'm like, bro, it's not even about Robin at this point anymore. Like, what what are you in it for? Like, j- just to take Vaught down? Are you too deep in? Are you in too deep? I mean, like, you know, um, <clears throat> M.M., Frenchie, and Kamiko. Top five characters on the show. Okay. Top five. Uh, I- I- I'm not going to call him Mother's Milk. I'm not getting into that. M.M., <laughs> I like... I've. Laz Alonzo has been around for a while, but I've never seen him in a role like this. Like, I didn't know he had this kind of uh, acting ability. Okay. Honestly, I didn't know he had that. Uh, I've been impressed. Um, fuck Todd. 
Um, I hope he kills Todd personally. Damn. Uh, Todd's a bitch ass. Um, I love Frenchie and Kamiko's relationship. I loved it more when it was like, it wasn't even a will they, won't they. It's like, you could tell there's love there, but they won't go that far probably because they can't. But they have a great friendship. What do you mean they can't? I mean, they can, but it's it like, like she wanted to, but then he would didn't want to no more. Yeah, like she kissed him and it was like he wanted to in the beginning. If I'm not, he should have smashed to be on. He should have smashed. I mean, but at that point, I think he started to care too much. Yeah, where then he didn't want to no more. Yeah, he got scared, but he made her feel bad at the same time. So it's like now it's like, will they ever get to that point again? And I didn't even know that was Karen Fuka, whatever. I didn't know that was Karen. (laughs) I didn't know that was Karen. I recognized the actor because she was also on Suicide Squad. She played Katana. Right. Um, I didn't recognize that was her because she was dirty as fuck. But once she cleaned up, I was like, oh, that's her. Bet. That's what's up. So um, <clears throat> I love recognizing the clear ripoffs and parallels to other characters. Okay. Like Crimson Countess is clearly Scarlet Witch. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> the Seven is clearly the Justice League. <laughs> right? You got the Flash and A-Train, the Deep and Aquaman, Black Noir is clearly Batman, but I call him Great Value Snake Eyes. <laughs> Homelander is, yeah. we know he's Superman. Right. Uh, <clears throat> who else? Dave. The TNT twins, I'm guessing, are the uh, the Wonder Twins. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, he, man. Maeve Wonder Woman? <laughs> Maeve is Wonder Woman. Queen Maeve? Come on, bro. She I ain't mean, even from, like, come on. Was translucent, I think. Um... Martian Manhunter? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they not slick. I love how they call it the seven, but it's only seven of them for like the first three episodes. <laughs> After that, for the rest of the show, it's like five or six or less. Yeah, they've been trying to uh, bring more people in and it just never works out. Somebody else dies or something. Um, the deep, hilarious character. I don't want to see him go because he's funny as hell, but dude is a Grade A douchebag, like, and I don't even call people douchebags. He's a fucking douchebag, and he's a nasty fuck. Yeah, he was about to fuck that dolphin, bro. Yeah, he was. A <clears> train. <throat> I'm stuck between wanting redemption for this character. The lost brother. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro. When he tried to do. When he tried to get in touch with his roots and he tried to do the virtual reality game of the slave trade. (laughs) No. What is the good outcome there? Like, no. At Homelander's birthday special, when he showed up, I literally said the same time Ashley did, What the fuck is he wearing? Because what the fuck was he wearing? Bro had all kinds of African prints going on. Oh, my God. <clears throat> Speaking of Ashley, uh, <clears throat> I can't stand her. I get her. She's just doing her job. And she has some humanity because she got rid of the maid footage. It's, uh, she just doesn't want to die. She's doing her job. I get the it. first time I respected her. You said that was the first time? Yeah. Yeah, same. Other than that, she's, she's <laughs> going out of her way to be a bitch. Yeah, for no reason. Uh, hopefully they do better with her character moving forward. Um, 
spoke about Starlight. Ain't much to talk about. Um, say, was it? I think it was Double Toast. It was either Double Toasted or um, what's the other one we listened to? Ringerverse. Ringerverse. I haven't listened to Ringerverse's uh, reactions of it, so I gotta go and check that out. What, one of them talked about her when he asked her to pull the wig off, and <clears throat> said that uh, you know we didn't know she had a wig the whole time, but she was pulling her hair out like yeah. consistently, right? Like we just way. didn't know how severe she was pulling it out, right? Like, but they they made it seem like they didn't realize she was pulling her hair out. Like th- they thought she was just had a hair condition. I was like, no, she was okay. pulling her hair out of her head. That's why she yeah. had a wig. Yeah. So, um. Homelander was crazy because he looked at A Train and he said, How could you kill one of your own five minutes after he just stretched Black Noir? Like, can we talk about these these backyard Looney Tunes, bro? Y'all went and got my man Black Noir clapped trying to hype him up. Then when he died, the fake ass porky pig. This was this line was so hilarious to me. He said, Soon you'll be in the sweet embrace of Christ the Lord. <laughs> what bro come on man. I, look i love this show i can't wait for season four i feel like this it's not gonna go too long i feel like they can only do but one or two more seasons because like the stakes are so high at this point especially with the uh um the lady victoria uh victoria newman the uh head popper yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> the head popper Oh, which was a shock. I didn't see that coming. Headbusser. Um, head Shout out a little scrappy. Um, Headbusser. Uh, she's in the vice president's chair now. Um, oh. Edgar. Stanley Edgar. Who disappeared. Who disappeared. But one of the best characters on the show because the only motherfucker who talk shit to Homelander and Homelander couldn't do shit about it. That was always like, I always just was waiting for him to, to do something, but he never did. Can't talk shit to Gustavo Fring, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, I feel like they got to get rid of Homeland. I think the comics ended after Homelander died, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, that has to be the end game. Like, Cause like, especially what, at this point, he's getting out of hand. Like, yeah, like, what, what would be the stakes if home, once Homelander dies? So, yeah. No stakes. We talked about, I think I mentioned to you that they're doing a spinoff with the college kid, yeah. which mm-hmm. is probably trying to be set up before they end the regular show. I think that's a good idea. Um, what was I going to say? Damn, I forgot. Oh, the chick from the psych ward. Yeah, like, where is she? She just ran out <laughs> in the streets and we haven't seen or heard from her again, right? I thought it was going to be her that was the hip hop because she had that power. At the fucking facility, but we never saw her again. Yeah, so that's I'm wondering if that will ever be tied up. Uh, the actress that played her is like a legendary stunt performer. Maybe that's how they beat Victoria Newman. Perhaps, like I, I need to see where she's been for like what a season yeah. and a half now. Uh, maybe just a season. I don't know if it was at the end of the. Like, um, like, no, I was in. It was like near the end of season two, so not quite the end, but yeah, yeah, not quite the end. Yeah, so I need to know where she's been. Uh, they got to tie that loose end up. Um, I don't know. I don't care about Butcher at this point. Yeah, he's kind of he was my favorite character. Like when I first met him, because he was so cool, and you know. It, but now it's like, all right, brother, you're a piece of shit. Like it's pretty because even though I don't like Ryan, the shit he said to Ryan 
you didn't have to say it was so un- it was unnecessary it was unnecessary and, and it was no reason that ryan chose homelander then. exactly and then you thought like he was gonna come to he ryan looked at him like motherfucker you out your mind i remember what you said to me about it like all my pops but yeah that that last scene is scary because it's like <clears throat> everything homelander was doing and trying to hide he's doing in public now and people are praising him for it yep <clears throat> it's like if you gave donald trump superman's powers yeah, I mean, it, it literally, he's supposed to be parodying Donald Trump. Like, right? I, they're gonna let me get away with this. I'm gonna keep pushing the envelope. So, Scary stuff. Um, I gotta run down here real quick, so I'll be right back. Okay, we'll just go to a break when we come back. You know, we'll uh, we'll take care of the questions because I was done anyway. So, okay, cool, cool. all right. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You can throw down on all the major action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. Plus, with same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props, your betting options feel endless. You can bet on the upcoming Orioles game. Who's going to get five hits? Who's going to get three strikeouts? Whatever excites you the most. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So we back after discussing Attack on Titan and the boys, which would went longer than we you know expected uh before we get into the questions one thing i wanted to say uh rest in peace to the late great legendary uh bill russell nba legend nba hall of famer pioneer not only in the nba but for african americans as a whole uh he will be missed uh the nba finals are not going to be the same without bill russell not handing out the nba finals mvp trophy uh, obviously I did not grow up watching Bill Russell, but his impact was felt on every generation, including mine. So, uh, love and condolences sent out to Bill Russell's family, uh, friends and family, loved ones, and, uh, rest in peace to the late, great Mr. Bill Russell. Before we get into these questions, uh, if you have anything to say before I, I get into the questions, feel free. No, uh, thank you for for including that. Um, Definitely necessary. Uh, Bill Russell, great man. Uh, You know, it's one of those things where you know it has to happen at some point, but still shocking news to to get all of a sudden get that alert, you know, because be 100. Like I went to my went to Twitter. I saw Woj and Shams have both tweeted. And I was like, oh, it's a trade went down. And then I pull up and Bill Russell dies like complete opposite reaction. Of uh, what I was something I was expecting to be excited about. It's like, oh damn! Like, yeah, uh, I was uh, I was scrolling on Instagram, and Bleacher Report posted a picture of Bill Russell 
I had the year was born. It said 2022. I was like, whoa, what? What the fuck? I was getting a snowball. I just, yeah, wasn't expecting that, but. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, it's 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 tough. But I think you know, hopefully, people reflect on his life, his legacy, um, and and. I don't know. Remember all the great things that happened because of his sacrifices, uh, the great things they were able to come from his sacrifices. Remember him for the great he was. Uh, I think I called him the first goat in my RIP tweet because that's what he is. He was the first the first greatest player of all time. Yeah. Um, can't be taken away from him. RIP. Rest in peace. Uh, so let's get into these questions now. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to save the the Maz related questions for last because I technically don't want to answer them, but we're going to answer them and we're going to honor them uh, because I appreciate y'all participation. So <clears throat> first question comes from at Z underscore maps. What are y'all's top three favorite superheroes for both Marvel and DC and why? Also pick one superhero who y'all would want to be and why. Okay. Um, you say top three? Yeah, I'm. I'm assuming you mean Marvel. Excuse me, Marvel and DC combined. So, my top three would be. I don't really have much of as a why to all of them. I don't really want to go too in depth because I'd be trying to struggle to find words. But in this order: Spider Man, Flash, Cyclops. Spider-Man. Spider-Man started when I was young. Uh, my aunt's husband, well, boyfriend then, now husband. Uh, he was in the comics. Obviously, I was. A, he would always call me, you know, uh, Lord Spider-Man, and I call him Batman. And it just, from there, it, I, I, Spider-Man's just been my favorite superhero since I was a kid. Uh, the Flash, <clears throat> fun story, I guess. I didn't know about the Flash until I was like seven years old, maybe eight years old. Uh, there was a guy on my block. Uh, we used to call him Superman. He was real strong, strong guy. Used to do a lot of, you know, um, carpenter, carpeting work. And me and the kids, we'd always play around there and he'd uh, talk to us sometimes. And one time I was, I used to always play on rollerblades. I used to have rollerblades and I used to skate up and down the street. He was like, yeah, you like the Flash? And I'm like, Huh? It was like, yeah, it's a superhero, like the Flash, you know, uh, super speed. That's why I learned about the Flash. Rest in peace to him. He passed away when we was young. But yeah, that's how I learned about the Flash. And I've just been a fan of the Flash ever since. Uh, Cyclops, my favorite X-Men character. Uh, I feel like he's really been underutilized in the movies. They have not portrayed him well at all. Uh, compared to his character from the comics. I mean, in the first trilogy, they fucking killed him in a third movie, for Christ's sake. So, um, yeah. Huh? I, I, I never watched those movies, so I had no idea. Yeah, they. I, I don't understand how they even made that fucking decision. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's it for me. <clears throat> okay. Uh, I think my three, Spider-Man would be the first one. Uh, when I was a kid, I had like a Spider-Man coloring book. And that was how I got into him. Um, I had a couple of them, actually. That was how I got into him. A second was Gambit. Uh, he was my favorite on the X-Men cartoons back in the day. Uh, I have not watched any of the X-Men movies, so I haven't seen any portrayals of him 
he's not in them. I thought he was in at least one of them. He's in the Wolverine movie for like a few minutes. Okay. Um, and I know they had, when they cast Channing Tatum, when he was going to stand alone, I was pissed because I can't see Channing Tatum pulling that off. I can. Really? Yeah. Uh, I couldn't see it, so I was pissed. When I'm glad it hasn't occurred at this point. We'll see what they do with the role. I wanted, um, I wanted old buddy from from Friday Night Lights. Uh, he also did John Connor, the John Connor movie. I can't think of his name. Tim Riggins was his character on Friday Night Lights. I think you're talking about the guy who actually played him in X Men Origins Wolverine. Um, Taylor Kitsch. Taylor Kitsch, yeah. He played him in X-Men Origins Wolverine. Yeah, I knew him, but when they were doing the standalone and when they went to... Oh, you wanted them to stay with him. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, that was my guy. um, And I like the actor, so like I I needed that to occur. So that's my first two. Who would be my... I guess if we're going generational, I guess my third would be, from the movies, my boy Cap. My boy Cap. Captain America, the first Avenger completely highly underrated movie he's a bit uh, cinema it is cinema that that's one of the few marvel movies that actually is cinema um, the first avenger the first avenger okay like it, it <laughs> does it's not like it's not just a good superhero movie it's a good movie on its own like whether i'm not really i guess i do kind of get into war movies a, a good bit but like his story, like being a little scrawny kid that wanted to get into the military, uh, going through this, this, the struggles in camp and, and suffering, but using his brain and wits and smart and his fight and drive to, to, to get through and then getting picked for the super soldiers situation, getting the serum, getting the war, not being able to actually participate, going behind enemy lines, even though he's been told not to, saving the people, a nice multicultural gang of, of, of individuals. To show that he is, that, that's how they try to defend him. Not be, people saying, "Oh, if he was real, he would be racist." That's how they try to show he wasn't. But um, you know, so having that, that story and then it ends tragically, of course, with him making a sacrifice and ending up in ice on the rocks. Just just quality cinema, and I've been with Cap ever since. Like that's that's my guy. Um, so that's my three, I guess. Team Iron Man. Uh... Next, his his other follow up question to that was also pick one superhero who y'all would want to be and why. I'm gonna be completely honest with you, brother. Superman, because can't nobody tell me shit and can't nobody do shit to me. Mm. Or the Flash, because I would really love to run really fast, but it, I feel like there's some dangers that come with that. Like apparently he got to eat a lot. Like his metabolism is different. He has to consume a lot of calories. Like, you know, but I, Superman is like, I'm, I can do whatever I want. Okay. I'll run this whole planet. I can't promise you. I won't be homelander. <laughs> I, you probably will be a uh, homelander. I, um, hmm. <laughs> I saw that question when it came through and I feel like I had given myself an answer, but I'm struggling to think about what it was. I, I don't know. Off the dome, I have no idea who, which which one individual superhero I would want to be. Uh, I can't see it. Okay. Because I would want somebody who doesn't have a ton of ops, but... Oh, Black Panther. Black Panther is my guy. I feel like uh, 
to be the king, to be in this like isolated society. Like I don't have to come out if I don't want to necessarily. Um, and and to, and you know what? I'm gonna stop it while I'm ahead. Black Panther will be be back. <laughs> All right. Next question comes from my boy Jose at J Montelli. Mount Rushmore of wrestling. Okay. I feel like we've done this before. I think he, he asked about favorite wrestling. I don't know if we did the Mount Rushmore, but if we did, I'll just do it again. Um, first of all, Mount Rushmore is four. Just so people know, I know a lot of people on the internet do Mount Rushmore's and y'all do five. It's four motherfuckers on Mount Rushmore. Okay. With that being said, I will tell you why my Mount Rushmore is my Mount Rushmore after I'm done. So my Mount Rushmore of wrestling, <clears throat> Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and John Cena. Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan defined the generation, defined the 80s. If it wasn't for Hulk Hogan, that racist piece of shit, we wouldn't even be having this conversation about wrestling right now. Would have never gotten popular. For everything Hulk Hogan was as a babyface slash good guy, Ric Flair was as a heel slash bad guy. The fact that they never faced off at WrestleMania is a travesty. Stone Cold Steve Austin, the number one star of the biggest boom period in wrestling history. The late 90s, the Attitude Era between WCW and WWF. Stone Cold was the guy. That Austin 316 shirt is the highest selling wrestling shirt of all time till this day. For a reason. Everyone knows Stone Cold. John Cena. Love him or hate him. Regardless of how you feel about him, there's never been anyone in wrestling history, WWE history mainly, who has been the solidified number one guy for as long as he was. Stone Cold was only on top for about five years, four years maybe. It was because of a neck injury, but he wasn't on top that long. The Rock was only on top for about four years, maybe five. Hulk Hogan had his run, wasn't as long as John Cena's. John Cena has done a lot for the business, but it's been a different generation. And people my age don't really appreciate it much because we're much older and his character wasn't meant to appeal to us. And there are issues with his character, but he inspired an entire generation. And, and you can't deny that. Uh, it was between John Cena and The Rock for that last spot for me, though. Okay. Um, <clears throat> then we were very similar. I had the Hulk, obvious reasons. Shawn Michaels is actually my my second. That was my that was my first favorite wrestler. Uh, Shawn Michaels, Stone Cold be the next one. One of the few guys I know my dad idolized, which he didn't look up. To, he didn't idolize a lot of guys out there, but Stone Cold that was one of the like he was up there with the beers, clanking them and, and chugging them when we watching the fight stuff. Like Stone Cold was that guy, and then The Rock, I hated him. But can't can't deny the entertainment value. Can't deny his, his ability to rock a mic. So uh, that's that's my pause. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had that really wasn't a pause moment because we knew what you meant. But I just I just had to be petty. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. That, that's my fault. That's my fault. It's cool. <laughs> you said right. You used the right term. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate the question. Uh, next question. A boy Dalton 
Dalton Rich at Dalton Rich at 17, the Texas waffle. Explain to the people why Cartoon Network was better back in the early 2000s. I don't know if Bibbs watched Cartoon Network in the early 2000s, did you? Yeah. Okay. Let me explain to y'all why between Disney Channel, Nickelodeon, and Cartoon Network, Cartoon Network is God. Cartoon Network had bangers after bangers after bangers. Dexter's Laboratory, Powerpuff Girls, Ed, Ed, Nettie, Cow and Chicken, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, Codename Kids Next Door. You got out of my age group real quick. Huh? You got out of my age group real quick. Courage the Cowardly Dog. Courage still that dude. I mean, I mean, we can go back, but that, that ain't the early 2000s, so I, I, I can't talk about that. I was about to say McGilla Gorilla, uh, SWAT Cats. The McGilla Gorilla rap alone, like. Gorilla for sale, McGilla Gorilla for sale. Hey, hey. I'll rap that from time to time now. Like, this oh, man. no reason. Cartoon Network's library is vast. Cartoon Network's library is so deep. They made a second channel. Just for the shit they don't show on their main channel no more. If you watched Boomerang, you know what I'm talking about. Cartoon Networks had banger. That Cartoon Network didn't need to put movies on a uh, goddamn channel. Teen Titans, Samurai Jack, Samurai Jack. Come on, man. Actually, Teen Titans didn't start on Cartoon. Did it? Because du- kids WB used to show. No, Cartoon. It started on Cartoon Network. It started on Cartoon Network. Hmm. It started on Cartoon Network. Um. But yeah, early 2000s Cartoon Network. I, I wish Toonami. You know how many American kids were introduced to anime through Toonami, Prime, Dragon Ball Z, Yu Yu Hakusho, Sailor Moon, Roroni Kenshin, Inuyasha, Cowboy Bebop, Outlaw Star. I'm just looking through images right now. Space Ghost Coast to Coast was Cartoon Space Network. Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Home movies. Who? Uh, what was it? Uh, the Oblongs. And this is the late night stuff we're talking about now. Yeah, what was the... Uh, Boondocks was Cartoon Network too, right? Yup, Adult Swim. Adult Swim Cartoon... Um, Mid-2000s. And, that's, and I think that's what really sets it off. Like, yeah. they had the... It wasn't even really kitty stuff, because you could still yeah. enjoy it. Like, I was a teenager. You can still enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And then they had the more adult stuff like later at night too. So you could just watch it all through the day. Yep. They had no they had no downtime. They had, had it for everybody. Reruns. They had to run the reruns like them other channels. Then you could watch classics during the day like Flintstones and Jetsons. Man. Cart- man, I don't know what's happening to Cartoon Network now. All they do is show regular show and adventure time, but ama- an amazing time, bro. And I, I'm not down in the other channels. Disney Channel was lit. Nickelodeon was lit. I didn't but have Disney Channel when I was for, for a while when I was young. Disney Channel was man. Look, Disney Channel had had a run. Okay, but Cartoon Network was God. I didn't get Disney Channel until we moved to South Carolina when I was in like high school. Okay, you missed some things there, but understandable. Uh, appreciate the. I don't know if that was a question. You kind of just told me to do something. But <laughs> appreciate the uh, the question. All right, now we got to get no, not get into the math stuff. There was another question. Um, uh, where is it? 
Oh, it's in the quote tweets. That's why. All right. <clears throat> From our homie Rico Suave, Jose, a.k.a. at Paradox Killer 23, one third 77 spaces has. Your mic went out. Can you hear? Oh, I accidentally hit the mute button on it. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Um, at Paradox Killer 23 asked us halfway through the year, what are your five favorite albums so far? I haven't been keeping up with new music as I should, but I will list some albums I like. Um, the Last Ones Left by 42 Doug and ESTG. It's, it's not lyrical hip hop, but you know, uh, anytime you want to listen to some, some street ignorant shit, it's perfect. Um, <laughs> An Evening with Silk Sonic by Silk Sonic. Still on repeat for me. Um, there was another album. Uh, you go ahead, Bib, so I can uh, so I can go through these. Damn, you asked me that with a mouthful of fries. All right. Um, I got five. No order. <clears throat> no order yet. Um, I don't even know how to pronounce this man's name. It's either Saber or Saba? Saba. Saba. A few good things. That's definitely uh, up there. I wasn't actually a fan of Saba, but I went in and checked the album out just because people have been mentioning him, and he he definitely has some joints on there. It's one that I posted a few times. Um, things called Survivor's Guilt definitely hit home. Yeah, it's really good. Definitely, definitely hit home a lot of ways. Uh, good album. Uh, talking about real stuff. Uh, you got some some nice beats on there as well, so it's not just all lyrical type stuff. Um. Coast Contra is a group I came across on Instagram, I think. It's like a, a, a group of dudes. I think they're from the West Coast, but like one of those posse type uh, old school, not old school, old school sound, I guess, as far as like the way they, they back each other up and like they're all ad-libbing on behind each other's raps and stuff like that. Um, they got some good freestyles out there, but actually they just did a song with um Toby, uh, I don't know how to say his last name. I know he's on up. Yeah, they just did a song with him um, recently. So they're they're coming up, but their album is called Apartment 505 or APT 505. Um, Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg has put out a few albums this year. Uh, his album B-O-D-R is probably the one I like the most. That one you recommended me that I listened to, that was really good. Yeah, so that's, that's definitely in my top five so far this year. Um. Definitely got some joints on there. Shay Noir. I uh, had to get, I, I didn't go out of my way to find a lady to include. I definitely always want to include the ladies. But I didn't have to go out of my way for this one. When I listened to it, I knew it was going to be one of my favorite um, albums of the year. And I actually just pulled her up and it looks like she dropped the EP that I need to download. Let me go ahead and do that. Um, Your audio went out. See, somehow I got muted. Uh, definitely some real stuff. She, uh, she's another one of those. Is she from New York? She's like a New York. She has a New York accent. So she's a New York rapper. She, she did some real stuff. She's got some bars. I, I enjoy her. She's kind of like Griselda, but like the a, a female. Okay. I think I got put on to her through a Griselda feature or something like that. Yeah, she has a song with Benny the Butcher uh, on there. Um. And then the last one is John Connor, uh, SOS 2, The Road to Legendary. Um, basically talking about, I think he signed with Dr. Dre. 
and got put on the shelf basically. So he's been out of the game quiet for like five years, waiting to figure out when the album's going to drop. Didn't happen. Got out of his deal. And he has a lot of shit to say about his experiences. And that's what this album is about. Um, it's like gritty. He's from Flint. Uh, a lot of gritty street stuff, but like real stories at the same time. Um, John Connor is a guy who I'd like, I can always go back and listen to his stuff and get a little bit of everything I like about rap. Um, and being from Flint and not claiming Detroit is a big part of that. Okay. Um, some I wanted to add was Give or Take by Giveon. Uh, aren't good R&B. I still like good R&B here and there, even though most dudes is rapping. I'm not singing about toxic shit. Um, <laughs> it's Almost Dry by Pusha T. Okay. And Tana Talk 4 by by Benny the Butcher. Tana Talk 4 by Benny the Butcher is really good. Um, yeah, I got to I gotta keep up on, on, on some of the music. It's a lot of stuff that I've added to my library that I never got around to listening to. So Yeah, I, I started catching up today on some stuff that I have put off. Uh, who did I, I just got around to Lloyd Banks' album today. Uh, he had a few joints on there, but it's very fresh for me, so I'm not trying to include that on the list. It's also difficult for me because with my new job, we're not allowed to listen to music like I could at my old job. So, oh, man. Yeah, yeah that's, that's tough. Saturday's usually my music day. I need to get around. So, like, just stuff that I haven't gotten to that I'm about to listen to. Burner Boy, I haven't gotten to his album yet. I still got to listen to Logic's album, Vinyl Days. I wasn't going to listen to it because it had, like, 20-something songs, but people told me it was, like, a lot of skits. Yeah, it's like because I looked and I said it's twenty something songs, but it, the minutes and hours don't add up. It's not that long, so I listened to half of it, but I haven't made it through. So yeah, some of the songs are like two minutes long. I only listened yeah. to it because he had features from a couple of rappers I like, sp- mm-hmm. particularly my boy Blue, my my favorite rapper of all time. Uh, Glorilla, I got to listen to her and a couple of her homegirls stood out. Hey. K K Carbon and Sly Maroney. Hey, checking out their albums too. Hey man, I don't know if they got albums. I don't think they got albums. They do. But Gorilla go hard. (laughs) Do you listen to Duke Deuce? That's how I found. That's how. That's how you found them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize that she had made that FNF song until after that. I actually didn't like that song. I mean, I it wasn't for me, so I definitely I wasn't gonna check for it because it wasn't. I mean, I I was people quoting it and stuff. Yeah, I, it wasn't mean that. It was like I listened to it. I was like, "Oh, this just ain't a good song." But her other stuff, I'm like, "Oh, they go hard. Like they different." Like, yeah, I was look, looking at some of their videos and stuff, and like, you know, they usually in the rap game, women are competing with each other, and I hate that. Um, like, matter of fact, um, Shay Noir on her album, she has a posse cut with like a few other ladies that I went and checked out later. But the energy that they have together is dope, and. I think, like I said, Kate Carbon and Slime Maroney, those are the two that, like, I think I could listen to their stuff individually. I just need to see what it sounds like. So I downloaded their most uh, recent album. So we'll see what comes out with that. The Joey Badass joint, I got to listen to that. Um, my man Casey Ve- Veggies dropped. Uh, Dom Kennedy dropped a single. Miles Monday, Nick Caution. So I got, I got a lot of stuff I need to listen to. A lot of stuff I need to listen to. I think Toby... As a Canadian rapper, he dropped a single. Yeah, that's a lot of stuff I need to catch up on. All right. Well, uh, guess we'll get around to the Mavs questions now. 
You sound very excited about it. I am. Um, I kind of speed through these. Uh, question from at Joey underscore Kaufman. Last year, the Mavs offense significantly improved once they got a third ball handler in Spencer. Assuming the Mavs don't acquire another competent ball handler before the season, how do you think the front office slash Mavs media will explain and or defend the roster construction? <laughs> I don't I don't think they're going to do a whole lot of quote unquote defending. I just think they're going to say we think the roster is fine. We have this plan, this plan, and some of it will be bullshit and some of it probably won't be. But I don't think they're going to try to do like any damage control or cover up for themselves. I 100% expect some media member who sees people on Twitter complaining about us not getting another ball handler <laughs> say that if we knew what we were talking about, we would have the job and not them. Some type, some, some type of post like that. Um, I, I It's too early for me to react, so I appreciate the framing of this question because uh, that's, that's the type of thing I expect to see is that somebody will be condescending towards the fans for not appreciating that we don't have a, a, that thing yeah. all handler. That's my expectation. Well, it, is that all you got to say about that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Next question comes from at King Bob 510. Who's getting that last roster in two way spot? I feel like this more of a question for you. You, you more, uh, knowledgeable about those this situation than I am. Who will get it? I don't. I don't know. Who should get it? I, I also don't know. Moses actually just signed with a Chinese team, mm-hmm. so he's off the market. There was no other guy off the summer league team that I think should get that uh, last two way spot. I guess we'll go in. I guess we'll eventually sign players to our camp roster and find somebody that way. We may leave the second two-way open for now. Um, I know the Hornets were looking at Isaiah Thomas and Kemba for the veteran ball handler off the bench. I could see either one of those guys getting the last full roster spot, as we mentioned, wanting a veteran ball handler off the bench. And maybe one of those guys will be willing to accept that, play play a game and sit the next five type of role uh, as a cheerleader. Yeah. Well, Kimber Walker did pretty well with it in New York, but maybe that's because he wanted to be in New York. So, yeah, we'll we'll see. Uh, neither one of them has been rushing to sign a contract necessarily. Uh, maybe they're looking for the right opportunity. Maybe they're looking to go to a contender, possibly. Right. So that's the only type of type of deal. I haven't sat sat down and spent time with this in a while. Like I haven't looked at a free agent list in, in a minute. So uh, if we sign another person to that full contract spot, I would expect it to be a veteran point guard all right next question comes from at mason 744 what are your top three predictions for who the mavs may trade for by the deadline simple trades not blockbusters bev clarkson gordon that's tough because the season hasn't even started yet like those guys you mentioned may not even be on their respective teams when the season starts like there's still time for teams to make trades and teams still make trades before the deadline, maybe around December. So um, I don't know. Uh, I would love for us to trade for Pat Bev at the deadline, but that, that I want to answer the question, but that's so tough. I feel like I'm just throwing names out and not really answering the question. Yeah. uh, 
it's too early for me to think about something like that too, just because, I mean, first we got to get into camp. Uh, things will change by camp change. Things will change during camp. Mm-hmm. Things will change during the season after teams see what they have and, and how it's playing out. So uh, I don't think the Mavs know. Let me rephrase that. I don't think the Mavs are eyeing anything in particular at this moment. I think that whatever trade we do at the deadline will be based on how things are going for us uh, up to that point. Next question. Uh, This isn't really a Mavs question. I could have grouped this in with the other questions, but it comes from our boy Rolo, another part of 77 Spaces at Speak On It Rolo. Which team would you root for without becoming another team adjacent if it wasn't Dallas Mavericks? Other than content creation, is there anything else you'd be doing besides your current nine to five? Was there a different career path? Didn't want to go for Rolo mailbag mode. I appreciate that. Um, (laughs) If I wasn't a Mavs fan, I'd honestly probably be a Wizards fan just because they're close right next door. I can go to home games. It's just a simple choice. Um, different career path. I wanted to be in the NBA, but I realized I wasn't growing anymore. Um, <laughs> journalism. I-, I wanted to get into journalism. Uh, that's really only it. Those are the only two questions. Um, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. So for me, I think similar if I, I mean, I, I've told the story about how I became a Mavs fan before. Yeah. If I wasn't a Mavs fan. The other team I pulled for early on when I was young was the 76ers because of Iverson. Um, when he went to the Nuggets, I was supporting the Nuggets. I already liked Melo. Um, but it, I think I might have eventually settled into being a Wizards fan or something like that also, just because I, if I could, I would want to keep my teams close together. And the Ravens were solidified. I knew that wasn't changing. And so I would want to keep the the DMV area teams as my my, my go-to. Um, yeah, probably either the Wizards or the 76ers, most likely. Uh, and then as far as career paths, <laughs> I've been all over the place with this already. I'm still all over the place. It's probably, I don't see that changing. I can't, I get, I'm the type of person that like I get bored with something after like two years of being in it. I become the same way. So uh, I think when I went to college, I initially wanted to be a basketball coach, actually. And that quickly shifted to wanting to work like in a front office somewhere. I still every now and then will look at like G League front office type jobs <laughs> from time to time because just to get a foot in the basketball door, if you will. Um, after the content creation thing started happening like i'm right now i'm in the midst of trying to make a career change into uh pr so um i kind of do pr stuff but i want to get into entertainment pr like movies and all that good stuff which you know you're you're already on that path so you know yeah that's that's the dream if i can make that happen here in the next couple of years i'll be very happy all right appreciate it rollo appreciate you not flooding us with the normal questions uh, next question comes from at Mike C 903 Clark. Why is there a rumor about trading Bertons for Robinson? Am I the only one that thinks that's a lateral move for a worse contract? I wouldn't even say that's a lateral move. I think that's a downgrade. Mm. Because I've seen Bertons at least a little playable. Like, 
that I think I've said before, Bertans is tall, Duncan Robinson, but at least he's tall. At least, you know, he's he's a bigger guy, you know, uh, playing that power forward, not playing him at center, playing that power forward, sometimes big, small forward. And, you know, uh, it's a guy down there that can get you some bullets just off of height alone sometimes, depending on the matchup. But Duncan Robinson is just like Duncan Robinson ain't shooting the ball. Duncan Robinson ain't doing shit. I think Bertans has a better handle than Duncan Robinson. Uh-huh. Like, I nah. I mean, at the most, it will be a lateral move, but I haven't heard that rumor, and I hope it's not true. I haven't heard it either. Um, I think, I mean, they're not that far apart in age. Uh, Davis is 29 and Duncan is 28. Um, so you can't even say Duncan's a younger guy in that scenario. And Duncan's, like you said, contract is worse. So what will be what would you be gaining by making that move I, unless we're doing it and the heat are attaching some picks or something we're trying to get our assets up that's the only thing that makes sense to me but other than that yeah i wouldn't i'm hanging up the phone maybe they i don't know who where the interest will be coming from i don't know if the heat will be coming to us about that or if we will be going to them but overall that's not a trade i want to see no nah, it doesn't make sense at all <clears throat> um next question um, I'm going to mix these questions. This is actually the last question. Um, shout out to Jeff Skin Wade at Skin Wade on Twitter. Uh, pretty sure y'all know who fucking Jeff Skin Wade is. I say that. Um, he asked along with uh, KT underscore Wizard asked uh, kind of the same thing. Um, Skin said, I love to know if Russell influenced people of y'all's generation like he did for, pe- for people my old ass age. <laughs> And KT said, I don't know if y'all want to talk about Bill Russell today, but if you do, what did he mean to you and to the game of basketball? Um, As far as KT's question, I feel like I kind of spoke on that um, when I spoke about him before moving to the mailbag portion. Um, Personally, I haven't seen Bill's impact on people in my generation, mainly because my generation is so focused on legacy and talking about rankings on social media. You don't really get to see people respect a guy's impact, especially from back then, because they say, oh, well, it was back then, such and such. So uh, unfortunately, you know, those conversations don't come up much in the way I would like. Um, I saw his impact. I think his impact is greater than basketball. Uh, He was a civil rights activist. Uh, I believe I I remember watching a documentary. I think it was the Lake of Celtics documentary where uh, he was not welcomed uh, originally uh, into the NBA and to the Celtics, mainly because Boston is a predominantly white city uh, and they like their white basketball players. But a guy like Bill Russell, you can't really deny for too long, and the city grew to love him uh, for the most part. Um, I wish I felt his impact more in my generation, but unfortunately, things just didn't go that way. But his impact on the game of basketball, it's not a word, but it's generationless. Like, it's forever. It's, it's It's not just geared to one generation. He didn't just impact the generation of the 70s or the 80s. He basically impacted every generation going forward. Like Bib said, he was the first GOAT. 11 championships is something no one will ever touch. I'm sorry. 
No, not at all. And role players don't count. God damn it. I saw the the clip um where they asked or he was talk he was talking to somebody and he said, you know, I was played with Michael Jordan, played golf with Michael Jordan, like after they won their first championship, and Michael Jordan told me he was gonna break my record. And I asked him which one. He said, I, I won eleven championships, but I also won eight in a row. Like, and I don't think and he said, I don't think he's gonna live long enough to do any either one of them things. So I, I think Bill Russell, his his humor, his ability to have so much humor despite all the things he faced. Uh, I read another anecdote about his family coming home uh, one night and their house had been vandalized. The N-word was written on the wall. People shat in his bed, uh, destroyed all his trophies. Like, And again, this was at his home in Boston. Like, These are Boston people doing this stuff to him. Um, they would often tip over his trash cans just every almost every day. Petty shit. Yeah, the FBI investigated, and uh, eventually, when he was able to get a hold of the records in the FBI files, he was referred to as the uh, basically an uppity Negro who didn't know his place type of thing. Like he thought he was too good to sign autographs for white kids. Was was in the fi- FBI files type of, th- and again, he didn't sign autographs for anybody, but. They didn't care about the the fool anybody. They cared about the fact that he was t- saying no to white kids. Right. Like, who does he think he is? Um, and the fact that he endured so much and still went out there and, and gave it his all on the court uh, night in and night out to create such a legacy. Uh, I think one p- thing that people don't know about him as far as the basketball side of things goes, it was controversial when they drafted him. Like, even though he dominated, he was known, seen as a defensive guy and there was, it was thought to, that he wouldn't work in Boston. He wouldn't, he wouldn't fit. And there might've been some racial undertones with that. <laughs> um, but red, red knew that he needed that guy because he had all the scores. He had all the buckets. He needed that one piece to hold down the defense and they would make magical things happen. And they did. Um, Stories about his teammates coming to his defense on on the racial stuff. Bob Cousy is definitely one that surprised me to read about. Um, I can't imagine, like he wasn't Cousy and JJ Reddick. He wasn't making he wasn't making millions of dollars to play basketball. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, but he did it back then. Guys still needed like jobs on the side. Like he was a pioneer, and he he didn't have to be a pioneer. Like. He's a brilliant mind. He, he could have done a ton of other things, but he, he he did the basketball thing. He became the first black coach to to win a championship. And he's always been around active as far as activism and, and bringing awareness to things. Um, just an amazing human being overall. And I'm glad that I don't know about his impact on our generation. I like, like, like you said, I don't think we, our generation appreciates Mm-hmm. those things like they should and maybe we don't we don't hear the stories like we should uh as far as especially what he, like again what he what he had to endure to even be on a basketball court like we can sit here and talk about what he did or didn't do on a basketball court all day but the fact that he would go home and his house would be vandalized often yeah and then he just get out of bed and come back and play some more basketball like that's a lot man that's a lot and um we talk about jackie robinson uh, we talk about some of the other pioneers. I don't think Bill Russell gets mentioned enough in those conversations. He doesn't. 
but yeah, that's that's his impact. That's that's what I think about when I think about his legacy. Um, because I don't know if I would have the strength to be to be able to do that type of stuff. Yeah, I I, I don't have the patience. I don't have the strength, so I, I couldn't imagine. And I don't have the patience and strength in this day and age. So I can only imagine what it was like back then, especially for someone under the the bright lights, so to speak. That's the that's one thing I did mean to mention when he when I he talked about his trash cans always being tipped over when he came home. Uh, when he went to the police, they told him it's it's the raccoons doing it, it's not people people doing it. And so then he applied for a gun permit, and he said all of a sudden those raccoons disappeared. Right, raccoons must have heard he got a gun. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I saved those questions for last specifically because I wanted to end it on a note with the late great Bill Russell. Appreciate everybody sending in the questions. Uh, I have something in mind next week, even though it isn't my episode, I'll get with bibs on it once we close this out. But until then, we'll holler at y'all next week. Peace. Peace.